0: Hey there, it's Laverne McKinnon. I'm a career coach and certified grief recovery specialist, and I'm happy to welcome you to the Moonshot Mentor Blogcast. I share stories, insights, and tools to help you achieve your dreams. And frequently, achieving your dreams means failures, mistakes, and face plants. It's critical to mourn these losses, which is why I'm both a coach and a grief doula. I like to refer to this podcast as a blogcast because I'm reading my blog for those who prefer listening over reading. So this week, I talk about the conundrum of whether to stay or leave, also known as the sunk cost fallacy. There are three steps to help you make a decision, identifying your values, looking at your beliefs, and listening to your intuition. While today's blogcast focuses on the slump or leave in terms of jobs, the model I provide really works in all situations, everything from romance to bailing on the long line at Chipotle. So here we go. Is it time for a new career? Have you ever wondered how to distinguish between being in a temporary slump or realizing it's time to move on? It's a question that can be applied to all different aspects of life, relationships, academic pursuits, hobbies, and even the latest show you're binging. Personally, I'm torn about continuing dark on Netflix after watching several episodes, but let's set that aside for now. Today, let's zoom in on career-related scenarios such as hitting a plateau experiencing stagnation, witnessing a decline, or even facing the possibility of being let go from your job. So picture this scenario. You've put a considerable amount of time, money, effort, emotional energy, and made countless sacrifices to ensure your professional life is successful. But here's the catch. Things aren't exactly on the upward trajectory anymore. It's a tricky situation because you're at a crossroads and feeling unsure about what to do next. There's a term for this predicament, It's called the sunk cost fallacy. I learned about it when I got my MBA. It's that nagging feeling that makes it difficult to make a decision when you've already invested so much. In fancier business terms, it describes how the more we have committed to an endeavor, the more we are inclined to stay committed despite the benefits outweighing the costs. Here's a low stakes example. You know when you come across a show that everyone's raving about and you want to give it a fair chance, but you're getting super restless? That's been my experience with Dark. The third episode ended on a cliffhanger, and part of me is so curious about what happens next. However, I'm not really drawn to the characters, which makes it hard for me to fully engage. Plus, there's this nagging feeling of not wanting to feel like I've wasted the two and a half hours I've already invested in the show. When I find myself in this type of situation, I tend to multitask as a way to cope. I'll hop onto the internet and take care of some errands, like food planning, creating a shopping list, or handling emails that require minimal brain power. That way, I can continue watching and find out what happens while also feeling productive. Although, my friend refers to my split focus as half-tasking. Back to the sunk cost fallacy and how to navigate knowing whether you're in a slump or it's time to career pivot. First, you're not alone in asking this question. According to a study published by Zipia.com in February 2023, 65% of American workers are searching for a new full-time job. Sounds like a lot of folks are not just wondering if it's time to move on, they are actively looking. A few other interesting stats from the same study. The average age Americans change their careers is 39 U.S. workers have an average tenure of about four years with a single employer. The average American worker has 12 jobs throughout their lifetime. So how do you know if it's time to move on? Let's start by examining your values. What was important to you when you first started the job? Perhaps this gig was a rebound from being fired or downsized or laid off. Perhaps you had shiny object syndrome and rationalized your way into thinking it was a good match. Perhaps you were in a financially tough spot and had to take whatever was offered. Perhaps you saw the gig as a golden ticket that checked off the boxes for you in terms of passion, pay, benefits, and life balance. Be honest with yourself on your reasons for saying yes. Now let's shift focus to what holds significance for you at this very moment. If you're taking the time to listen to this, there's definitely a reason behind it. You might be feeling unhappy, bored, or unmotivated it's time to gather some data by identifying which of your values are being honored and which ones are being trampled upon in your current work situation. Take a moment to reflect on whether these values are being compromised by your own actions, someone else's behavior, or simply the overall circumstances you find yourself in. By understanding this aspect, you'll gain a clear understanding of what's truly important to you in your work life. I've got an example from my client who I'm gonna call Alicia that might resonate with you. For a span of seven years, Alicia worked her way up from being an assistant to a coordinator. It felt like she was grinding away forever and at times she doubted if she would ever see any progress. One of her core values was having her hard work recognized and appreciated. That validation meant a lot to her and it was frustrating to constantly be passed over. But then, finally, that moment arrived. The breakthrough that she had been waiting for. Alicia landed a promotion as a creative executive at a major studio. It was a dream come true. Alicia found immense joy in acquiring new skills and embracing the exhilaration that came with added responsibilities. After holding the position of manager for three years, Alicia's hard work and dedication paid off again. She was promoted to the role of director where she had the opportunity to sit in on important meetings, provide valuable feedback on scripts to her colleagues, and develop more efficient tracking systems. However, after about two years into the director role, Alicia began questioning herself. She no longer felt challenged, and she really struggled to define what truly mattered to her. She couldn't help but wonder if she was experiencing a temporary slump or if it was a sign that she should start exploring other opportunities. To top it off, at 36 years old and recently married, Alicia was ready to embark on starting a family. She didn't want to give up her career, but she had concerns about balancing parenthood, with the demands of her busy job. With 12 years dedicated to reaching this stage in her career, Alicia felt trapped and unsure about her next steps. This is the sunk cost fallacy. Should she search for a new job that offered more responsibility but might have an impact on how she wanted to parent? Or should she maintain the status quo, looking at it as a soft landing while starting a family even though she felt bored and restless? When Alicia and I started working together, we took a deep dive into clarifying her values because they had changed with new experiences and new information. She recognized the following. Stability and security took precedence in her life as she had a strong desire to start a family. She highly valued benefits like a comprehensive health insurance plan and a 401k, both of which she already had in her current role. Peace and harmony became increasingly important to Alicia. Alicia. At 36 years old, she recognized that she would be considered advanced maternal age for pregnancy, which carries a higher risk of certain complications. Alicia wanted to ensure that she was mentally, spiritually, and physically prepared to become pregnant. Downtime became increasingly valuable to Alicia, while the sense of urgency surrounding promotions dwindled. She found immense joy in nesting with her husband and building their life together cherishing quieter moments and the opportunity to cultivate their relationship. Next, Alicia looked at the beliefs she currently held about her career and parenthood. Alicia believed that once she became a parent, her chances for promotion would be diminished. She anticipated that she'd be unable to work as diligently or dedicate as many extra hours as required to distinguish herself. Alicia also strongly believed in the importance of being an active, involved presence in the early years of her child's life. She considered this period crucial for bonding and nurturing her child's development. And then Alicia also saw her career as an integral part of her identity. And she wasn't content with the idea of solely being defined as a mother. She valued the fulfillment and satisfaction that her professional pursuits brought her. As we looked at each of these beliefs together, We asked and researched whether there was data to support the belief. Alicia knew from our work that belief always trumps truth. So it's critical to challenge any assumptions she was making. To conclude Alicia's journey in discerning whether she was in a slump or should pursue a new career path, we focused on connecting with her intuition. We delved into the understanding that intuition goes beyond surface level judgment and taps into a deeper knowing. Intuition is not fear based. It transcends mere instincts. While fear is instinctual and rooted in concerns for safety and well being, intuition arises from a profound well of wisdom. It has the ability to guide us by providing a genuine sense of alignment or nudging us away from paths that may not serve us. By encouraging Alicia to tune into her intuition, we dove into an exploration of her inner wisdom. This empowered her to access a deeper level of self-awareness and make choices that were truly in alignment with her authentic desires and aspirations. After carefully examining her values, beliefs, and intuition, Alicia made the decision not to pursue a new career path. She realized that her current situation could fulfill her needs for financial stability and benefits essential for taking care of a growing family. Alicia also acknowledged her familiarity with the job, understanding it well, despite feeling unchallenged. She found solace in the peace and harmony that came from the sense of familiarity. However, the pivotal factor in Alicia's decision-making process was her attentiveness to her intuition. Her spidey sense guided her to have an open conversation with her supervisor about achieving a better work-life balance. To her surprise, They brainstormed and devised a plan that allowed Alicia to take on a project with a writer she had a close relationship with, while delegating some of the more routine tasks of her role to the department coordinator, who was really longing for additional responsibilities. This unexpected turn of events that positioned Alicia as a point person offered her a newfound sense of fulfillment and purpose. By actively listening to her intuition and embracing open communication both within herself and with her boss... Alicia discovered alternative avenues within her current role that brought her renewed satisfaction and allowed for a more balanced work-life dynamic. If you find yourself in a similar situation where you're unsure whether you're in a career slump or it's time to make a change, embrace curiosity. Explore your values as they serve as your guiding light. Reflect on how your values Someone else's actions or the situation itself may be infringing upon your core principles. If you choose to stay, consider which values you would be honoring. If you decide to pivot your career, consider which values you would be honoring. Beliefs hold immense power in shaping our decision-making process as they shape our thoughts and emotions. It's important to recognize that beliefs are formed without concrete evidence. Alicia's belief that her chances for promotion would diminish after becoming a parent were proven untrue when she conducted research on promotions within her department over the past decade. Turns out, three out of the five women at the VP level and above had received promotions after becoming mothers. Lastly, place your trust in your intuition. Remember, intuition doesn't evoke fear, that's instinct. To tap into your intuition, you can place your hand on your lower belly, take deep breaths, and meditate. I like to use the Headspace app to help me with my meditation. And for what it's worth, my intuition does not speak in full sentences. However, I do get a strong feeling of a yes or a no. Bottom line, trusting and listening to your intuition can serve as a reliable compass on your journey. If after these steps, you're still in a place of not being able to determine whether you're in a slump or it's time to switch careers, you may be experiencing disenfranchised grief. Disenfranchised grief is a term coined by Kenneth Doka in 1989 to describe any type of grief that's not openly acknowledged, socially validated, or publicly mourned. Losses in your professional life, such as losing a job, not receiving a promotion, or a project failing, can all be sources of grief. When you don't have permission to mourn them, the decision-making wheels get clogged. If you'd like additional support moving forward, I'm co-hosting a retreat May 26th through the 28th in downtown Los Angeles to support people with disenfranchised grief. It's called Thriving After Job Loss and it's designed to help folks move forward with strength and confidence. Go to my website, moonshotmentor.com for more information and a link to sign up. In the meantime... What values are you honoring in staying in your current professional situation? I'd really love to hear your thoughts. So please drop me a comment or give me a thumbs up that you like this blogcast. You can also visit me at moonshotmentor.com or follow me on social media at moonshotmentor on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you enjoy what you hear, I would so appreciate it if you could subscribe to this blogcast. It will help me achieve my moonshot of 5,000 subscribers. Thank you so, so much for tuning in.